0: guys and welcome to another episode of balancing acts with acts united i'm christy and today we are going to be interviewing our one and only alice santos
1: hey there
0: she will be asked a series of questions by myself and my partner in crime michelle hey guys so let's see what goes on in that ceo brain of hers are you ready
1: ready steady
0: all right let's get started So, first, just tell us a bit about your backstory.
1: Ooh, my origin story. Okay, cool. Uh, So, a lot of people assume that I was born here in the States, but I was actually born in Mexico, Mm -hmm. in Veracruz, right by the Gulf. Um, Nice. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was actually born there, um... And what a lot of people also don't know is that by the time I was one, I had already lived in three different countries. So I spent some time in Mexico, and then we went to Honduras, which is where my father is from. Mm -hmm. Went back to Mexico, came to the States, and there was a lot of back and forth there until eventually we settled in the States when I was about three or four. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, my mom always says I was destined to travel because of how often I did it as a baby. An international
0: queen right from the (laughs) get-go.
1: Just a jet-setting baby, no big deal. (laughs) Um, so yeah, um, I do consider myself to be American, though, you know? Mm -hmm. I went through the U.S. school system, pre-K through my bachelor's degree, which we all recently went to university together, Mm -hmm. um... So it, you know, it is kind of interesting to kind of have that diaspora, but also the dual identity there. Um, let's see what else. Well, my family—it's actually raised by a single mom, starting around the age of six. Love my mom; she's amazing. <laughs>
0: she really uh,
1: is. <laughs> she is. Yeah, she's fantastic. And so that really did shape a lot of my worldview, I think. Uh, Mm -hmm. I grew up watching this woman work full-time for a really low salary, if I'm being honest, Mm -hmm. and still make time for my sister and I to give us all the love and the attention that we needed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, balancing work and life and finances and seeing that she was capable of doing it and you know, teaching herself English just so that yeah. she could help us with our homework. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, she's an amazing woman. So really <laughs> I, I grew up exclusively around females, I would say, mm-hmm. um, which really, really makes me or solidifies the idea that to me, women can do anything, mm. Uh so, yeah, I mean, that's just a little bit of my background there. I also grew up a lot with the Hispanic community. Um, my birthday parties always were full of 25, 30 children and piñatas <laughs> oh and that one tío who always tries to get drunk, but my mom never provided beer. So, <laughs> so yeah, I was definitely engrossed into that kind of culture from the get-go, but then... You know, when you go to school or spend time with your friends, it's purely American, baby. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it, like I said, that kind of dual identity just kind of interweaves itself throughout my mm-hmm. life still, even now at 24, because I just mm-hmm. turned 24. Hola, mm-hmm. Woo, <laughs> um, and it really does shape what I think acts united can be, you know, if I as an individual can kind of balance that dual identity or have those balancing acts, (laughs) uh, (laughs) um, then I don't see why we couldn't try to mesh different cultures in our own community and see if they can't work in not so much dissonance, but a little bit more harmony. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, thanks for sharing all of that, and now that we know you were destined to be a world traveler, (laughs) um, (laughs) so what are some of your hobbies or your passions?
1: Uh, Well, I've actually tried a lot of different things. Um, I know some people listening to this will be younger, some people will be older, Um, but I think that I've lived a lot so far, Mm -hmm. if I'm being Mm -hmm. honest. So uh, when I was in high school, I was involved in 10 different extracurriculars and that's not an exaggeration no, so
0: <laughs> i don't like know how i did reading. it
1: yeah i really don't know how i did it um and i was waking up at like 5 45 in the morning and no. making sure i looked <laughs> cute um but yeah so i did everything from a varsity cheerleading so i did athletics like that um mm-hmm. I was a little i was a little buff I was a little bit yeah. at that point. I'm not
2: <laughs>
1: a, little muscular? A, little, a little, muscular. She looked good. Um, I did everything from varsity cheerleading to student council to uh, STEM, specifically engineering projects, uh, mm-hmm. to the arts. I did theater and choir and show choir. I was very involved musically. Um, which I ended up carrying through my university years. I joined a small choir at my community college, took some music courses, and then at our four-year institution, I took vocal lessons and had juries, which is basically a presentation of what you've learned musically during the semester. Mm -hmm. So I've always been really passionate about the arts I love classical music, going Mm -hmm. to go see symphonies, I like Mm -hmm. musical theater, I like plays, Um, I love reading. So really what I'm describing to you is someone in their 60s. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I really enjoy reading and the arts and... I do still enjoy some exercise. Uh, cheerleading is a little bit too intense for me right now. Your girl, your girl left that in the past. Um, so, yeah, I, I do enjoy some exercises like kickboxing, different things like that, because they yeah. just help me get any excess frustration, anger out, but also make yes. me feel powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I have... Quite a, a plethora of passions and hobbies. Thank you, Michelle. But um, yes, you do. Also, I love dogs. I know that oh, pe- yes. everyone probably knows yes. that, but I love dogs. Not to be dramatic, but I would die for my dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the thing is that she's not lying. <laughs> I, no. I'm
1: not lying. You're like, haha, but it's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah, well, it seems like he got a lot of hobbies and passions, but, you know, if you could have one day without any commitments, you know, no tasks required from you, just one day for you, what would that look like?
1: Mm. Okay, wait, this one requires a little bit of thought, okay, because it depends, <laughs> yeah, <think> <laughs> it, first of all, it depends on my mood, um, right. so I'm actually an introvert despite me being the most talkative out of the three of us. Um, but I would like to think that that's a spectrum, introversion and extroversion. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm like right in the middle. And sometimes I want to be out and do things, especially now with like lockdown and whatnot. Yeah, I right. just want to go to the movies, and <laughs> go to the beach, and go to a, you know, a show, a play, anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but a day with no commitments, I would probably take myself out somewhere in nature by a body of water, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a river or the ocean or anything like that. Um, I'd have a really, really good book, mm-hmm. my crossword puzzles, because <laughs> I like crossword <laughs> puzzles too. Yeah, I'm 60, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Uh, crossword puzzles, I'd also have a really good playlist going, like mm-hmm. making playlists. I got into that during lockdown too, making a bunch of playlists, yeah. um, nice. and, you know, have some really good food. Basically, you have a picnic, a very peaceful mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. um, and then once I've had some time to myself, meet up with some friends like you guys Aww. and <laughs> talk <laughs> about life and, you guys know that I tend to get philosophical, but I also make 12-year-old boy jokes, so... <laughs> yes.
0: Self-complete <laughs> yes. <So> 180. <laughs> Can't
1: <confirm. laughs> Um. So, I just, I like talking about pretty much anything that's mentally stimulating. The 12-year-old mm-hmm. boy jokes are just, I guess, my, my brain's attempt to try to keep myself less serious. Comedic. Comedicative. Um, Yeah, comedic relief for your brain. Thanks. Um, But yeah, I'd probably do that. I'd keep it low-key. I wouldn't do anything crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd I'd just spend it doing time that I like and not worry about responding to this email or Mm -hmm. worrying about the state of the world, you know? Right. And we live in a society, <laughs> <you know? laughs> I, don't, I don't... I would just want to be able to forget about all of that and just enjoy the present moment with mm-hmm. some sunshine and some food and mentally stimulating conversation and company. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So before, I mean, you mentioned that you were in three different countries before the age of one, but since kind of establishing yourself in the U.S., Where have you traveled and where would you like to travel?
1: Ooh, okay. So, I visit Mexico periodically. I think Mm -hmm. in the past, obviously, with the exception of 2020, um, in the past few years, I've been at least three or four times. So, I was visiting once a year prior to uh, this whole thing going on. Um, And usually, I would visit the coast east coast which is where i was born um you know the yucatan peninsula different places Mm. in mexico i really love mexico um (laughs) you know i i can say some bad things about how it's going at times but i can't deny that it's one of the most beautiful places i've ever seen Mm -hmm. yeah they have the most wonderful food i'm sorry (laughs) yeah food food wise mexico has the best food in at least north america Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say probably the western hemisphere to me um
0: that's a solid claim
1: i'll give you that (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah the food and the people are just really warm so i really enjoy going to mexico um Back in 2019, I actually studied abroad in Spain, in Madrid, mm-hmm. in the capital. Um, mm-hmm. I met some really great people there. had a good time. Um, my host mom was just the best, and I, I really, really enjoyed that. And while I was there, when I wasn't on crutches, because I actually spent a good portion yeah. of my study abroad time in crutches, but that's right. a story for a different day, um, I got to visit... Italy I went to Rome with a friend for a week and now I just the smell of basil instantly makes me happy because of it
2: <laughs> um
1: mediterranean weather really good food just ah oh, the architecture it's so relaxing oh it's yeah. so
0: beautiful so mm-hmm. relaxing
1: i'm also a history nerd that was my minor <laughs> um at university and so just so much history there, in, mm. in Rome especially, you get everything from ancient history to uh, modernist history. So it's just, mm. it was a really great time. Uh, I've also mm. been to Paris twice, one of my favorite places too. Mm. Um, I really love bread, so, and the <laughs> French just get me on that level. Uh, but yeah, I, I love Paris. I think it's got this one-of-a-kind energy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've visited quite a few different places. Um I definitely want to see more though. For yeah. sure. Such as like, where?
0: like like maybe like top 3. Top Oh, that's so okay, hard. Okay, the three that come to my mind immediately. <laughs> How about that?
1: Okay. Um I really want to go to Singapore. Yes. I feel okay. like that would be so cool. Just yes. what yeah. they're doing. First of all, the food. I I love food, if it's not obvious, Um, but the food and what they're doing with sustainability and overall the Mm. architecture and the culture, I just think Mm -hmm. it'd be so cool to visit Singapore. Mm -hmm. Um, I also want to visit, oh man, the top three that just come to mind. Oh, this is so difficult. Okay, (laughs) so Singapore is one, Mm -hmm. I think... For for some reason, Germany comes to mind.
2: Um, They're not famous
1: for their food, (laughs) but (laughs) I mean, there's, you know, there's like, uh, what is it? Oh, God. No, I don't want to offend anyone. I'll be like schnitzel and someone's going to (laughs) facepalm. But, you know, the whole dark academia aesthetic that's Mm -hmm. going around. I'd be like Germany, specifically Berlin just Mm -hmm. fits that to a T. Yeah,
2: right.
1: It makes you feel nostalgic, even though you didn't even experience the history of the city. Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. like that would be a place that you can just walk around for hours. Um, Mm -hmm. So I guess, I guess Berlin, Germany. And mm, difficult, 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 difficult. I really do want to visit South Africa one day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just... It, it just seems really cool with yeah. the hodgepodge of culture and also mm-hmm. the food. I'm talking about food a lot. <laughs> uh, and they have penguins! Like, Wait, come on! Yeah! Wow. Penguins are kind of a common occurrence in South Africa, from what I know.
0: Huh.
1: Because, I mean, it is that. all the way at the bottom.
0: That's uh, true, that's true.
1: I suppose. I <laughs> suppose. <laughs> suppose. suppose. <laughs> So, I mean, I can't ask for anything more, but there are so many, yeah, then go see penguins and eat some food and enjoy some history. Mm
0: -hmm, So many more
1: places, though. I want to see a lot more of Italy. Uh, I want to visit kind of like Iceland. Oh my gosh, Mm. like Reykjavik. I feel Mm. like it would just be gorgeous. Or Denmark, the happiest city in the world, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Parts of South America, Argentina, Chile, mm-hmm. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I know you mentioned you wanted to see Malta, too. I do. Oh, Malta looks so beautiful. Yeah. The Mediterranean. Really beautiful. If I yeah. could just hop along the Mediterranean, that'd be great. <laughs> right. yeah. I want to go to Indonesia, too. There's yes. just so many places I want to go.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it sounds like for all these places, you seem to really appreciate... Well, first of all, the food, um, but also... I have my priorities. (laughs) Right, right, food, so one, food. Um, And then also the history and culture, people, you know, so um, for what in your life do you feel most grateful for
1: then? Oh, okay. Um, Food. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I do love food. I do love food. Um, Yeah, I think kind of tapping into that same vein of thought when you ask me a day with no commitments. I think it's Mm -hmm. the simple things because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when I was younger, I had all these grandiose ideas and like, if I have X thing, then I'll be happy or, you know, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. But really now that I'm older and I've, I've seen some stuff, I've been through some stuff, um, I think it's the, the little things, you know, um, and especially looking back on it when you're in lockdown, just being able to hug someone. I'm not even, I don't even initiate physical contact very often, but, um, you know, being able to express love and appreciation towards someone mm-hmm. and yeah. the support system that I have in my life. Uh, specifically, you know, my family and my friends, Mm. I wouldn't be able to do something like Axe United if I didn't have that kind of support system, if Mm -hmm. I didn't have people who believed in me, if I didn't have people who would cheer me on, who would talk me out of those doubtful thoughts that Mm -hmm. I often have. You know, it's just, without that, I I just feel like I would probably crumble, (laughs) if I'm being Mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm also pretty spiritual, so I do feel grateful to have that kind of avenue to tap into. Um, Mm -hmm. For me, spirituality is pretty important, and so I do feel very grateful to be able to tap into that and meditate into that and Mm -hmm. kind of just realize the beauty of the world around me you know dude (laughs) um but (laughs) in all seriousness you know sometimes the thing I felt most grateful for because it's a practice I do every night I have to think of at least two or three things that I was grateful for that day Mm -hmm. um is the fact that I saw my dog playing with a butterfly which is just adorable (laughs) Or the fact that the sun was shining or someone told me that they loved me that day, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I feel very grateful for just the small things now, which is really character development. If anyone who's (laughs) listening knew me when I was like 16, 17. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I would, I would say that the, the little things.
0: So you talked about kind of like, how like the beauty of the world, and <laughs> connecting with you make this. Me sound match. like a hippie. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so, and you know, and working with Acts United, sometimes like we have to have a certain mentality to be able to do this kind of work. Right. So, would you consider yourself more of an idealist or a realist, or what? Where on the spectrum do you fall? Do? You
1: <sighs> where on um, the spectrum do I fall? Well, if I'm being honest. I would probably say more of a realist, which mm-hmm. is kind of incongruent with starting a nonprofit during a global pandemic and global <laughs> right. recession. A um, <laughs> well, just just a tad. Um, I typically, okay, let's let's say out of the three of us, right? We're we're mm-hmm. very close. Probably out of the three of us, I'm the biggest realist. Would you say that that's accurate? Maybe? Compared to me, I, I might say give yes. you a run for your money. You might? Okay, okay. Yeah. I consider you to be a little bit more of a dreamer, but that's okay. Um,
0: it depends on the day.
1: I could be either or. Yeah, um, I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I would say it depends on the thing itself. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever it is that I'm addressing, Mm-hmm. So when it comes to being realistic, I mean, I know that there's lots of paperwork that goes into a nonprofit. There mm-hmm. are certain logistics that need to be done. There are certain goals that need to be met, certain timelines and deadlines that need to be met as well. Mm-hmm. So I think in that, I'm, I'm a realist, and I'm also trying to make sure I balance out the idealist in me that wants things to just get done immediately and everything's happy and sunshine and rainbows um, Mm. because things take time. Mm -hmm. So in other things, I am completely an idealist. I, and it might be because I'm young, I don't know, but I, Mm -hmm. I still think that the world is a terrible place, but it still has so much beauty in it. That yeah. I can't bring yeah. myself to completely hate it. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I can't bring myself to stop trying.
2: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair.
1: So something like Acts United or just random acts of kindness that I'm, you know, able to do every day, I still have to try to do them because of that idealistic nature. I haven't completely become fully cynical yet, but it does <laughs> depend on the day. Um <laughs> So I'd, I'd say I'm a mix of both, um, mm-hmm. you know, realistically, sometimes it, you have to say the hard no's, and sometimes you have to say the hard yeses too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just finding that kind of sweet spot, the middle ground. Yeah. Um, or the balance. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I I just was ever Reference number two. <laughs> um, the balance in which you kind of have to have that one side of you that's idealistic and the other side that's realistic. And somewhere in the middle is, I think, where I would like to be and where I strive to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm just hoping that as I continue to get older, I just get more in balance with not only this, but several other things.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, considering that how you can be a realist and you know really um, rely on your logical side but also yeah. having idealistic tendencies and wanting to keep an open mind mm-hmm. how do you evaluate success
1: mm. okay how do I evaluate success well ah, that's tricky because success in our society has such a I would say distinct way of manifesting itself. At least, Mm -hmm. you know, what we've been taught is success is, you know, the big house, the high paying job, um, the attractive spouse, Mm -hmm. the shiny new car and a hot bod. Right. Mm -hmm. That's all success. And I don't really subscribe to that. I think Mm. success, for me at least, is finding satisfaction in what you've done during the day, Mm -hmm. whether it was I did absolutely nothing, I just read a book or I cooked some food or I did whatever it was, but if it brought me joy for that day, then I call the day a success. Mm -hmm. Or if the day is jam-packed with meetings and emails and networking, God forbid. But <laughs> if it brought me some sort, some form of joy or contributes to something that would bring me joy, I would probably consider that success. Um, it's not, you know, we have that really hustle rise and grind culture that, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not doing something, then you're not doing it right, you know? Mm-hmm. But I I did think that way for and I still sometimes my brain is telling me that I need to be doing things. Um mm-hmm. but I think that success also means that you have the luxury to be able to slow down when you need to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? That's really important. I feel like if you're stable enough, you know, in if you have the privilege to be able to rest when you need to rest. I call that a success, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I I feel like I'm very privileged in that fact that if I'm having a terrible day, I can just reach out to you two and say, "Hey, let's just mm-hmm. let's postpone our meeting because right, right now I'm not in the in the frame of mind I need to be to mm-hmm. lead our meeting." Um and doing any sort of work that fulfills you, I really think is success. We'll see how mm-hmm. it shapes itself along the way. But at least right now, that's how I would evaluate success.
0: So speaking of success, at the end of each episode, we like to highlight a local immigrant business. And today we've chosen Shelley's Comida Latina. So Woo! Alice is going to talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, we love Shelly's. Uh, I've actually, I've been a patron there for Gosh, I think since 2015, 2014. Mm -hmm. And it is the place I go when I want some authentic Mexican food and I don't feel like cooking it myself. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) They have great in house sauce, you know, really, yeah, Um, soups and, and, tacos and anything you could oh gosh it's so delicious i'm actually getting hungry thinking about it but (laughs) shelly's comida latina is on staples mill road please check it out it's actually women owned she's also from veracruz mexico so Mm -hmm. women and immigrant owned and they have really fantastic food so if you're ever in the mood for some latino cuisine (laughs) then check out shelly's comida latina
0: So thanks for sharing that, Alice, and also for giving us a more in-depth look on who you are as a person and how you contribute to AX United. And thanks everyone for listening and stay tuned as we tackle other topics and interview the rest of our team.